0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Wannabe Entrepreneur. I am uh, drinking tea because I am sick, as you can probably hear. And uh, I get really annoyed because since I got COVID in the beginning of June, then I got sick twice after that. And this time is not as strong, but it's still annoying. Like, what's happening? Anyways, today episode will uh, I just, I just don't know how this will end to be honest because there are some good news and some bad news so I, I really don't know and as you can see it's uh, it's Wednesday it's not Tuesday so I'm releasing one day late but uh, on Monday we got an interview interview with Svieta Bay and uh, I hope you liked it did you like it was cool, right? I think it was really cool to see how she was able to... Uh, her and Dan, of course, they were both able to, in three months, make 13K. That's great. I, I wish. That was really amazing. And everything with the n- no tech solution or... Uh, uh, yeah, with no code. So that's really cool. Yeah, and uh, that's... Uh, I'll be speaking about uh, the positive things and the negative things. That are going on in my life, and uh, I'll speak about the new coworking space, and I'll speak about some uh, some projects. The project in Indialogia is it's going, and, and then I'll also speak about um, this new era that I'm getting in. The and I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, so I will just start this episode here, and then you, yeah, and then you'll uh, you'll hear it. Let's go. turning 30 was a more meaningful mark than what I was expecting. I normally don't care too much about this, and uh, seeing that that change of a number, basically going from a 2 to a 3, when I first saw that in those candles, I was thinking, wow, that's different. Now I don't feel anything different, obviously. um I feel uh well, I feel sick uh, because I am a little bit sick, but besides that, everything is fine, but there is one thing that kind of changed and i I don't even know how to start. so I told you that uh, by the end of September, if I was not making at least 900, 1,000 MRR, I would need to find another way to pay the bills. And uh, I told my partner this. We agreed on this three months ago. And the three months are over. And uh, yeah, it it feels sad, really sad. Because I feel that I, I haven't made it that I invested so much of my time and effort. But at the same time, it feels that I have achieved something. It feels that, uh, well, I have a business going. I I I have a brand as well. I have re- recently reached 1,500 followers on Twitter, which in, in comparison with last year, I mean, I started Twitter my account in, uh, I believe it was like, June or something so it's 1500 new followers in a year basically, which is great and uh, of course then we have the community with more than 60 members and we had more, right, some some people left, some people left and, and joined <laughs> again um, like Dobroslav, so it's really cool, it kind of shows that yeah, there's value in one one thing that I've noticing more and more is that uh, members of the community are increasing their MRR. They are reaching milestones, and it's really hard to say if it's because of the community. But I always compare the community with the gym, and of course, that you cannot say that the reason why someone is getting fit or fitter is, is because of uh, because they joined the gym. You know that it's somehow connected, but you also know that they could have gotten get, fitter by just exercising. They don't really need to join the gym. So it's all about the motivation, about the tools that the gym gives them. And I think with the community, is the same. There's a lot of people there. There's a, there's a community of people where you can get questions answered and, and get motivation and they will support you as well with your marketing. They'll support you with your products and launches and with your Twitter. And it's just easier to do it with others than doing it alone. So, yeah, I, I believe that it's because of the community that people in in the W space are getting better. And I am getting better because of the community as well, because of the others that are supporting me. So it, it's it's weird because what now? right of course that it makes no sense for me to stop the community i i worked so hard to make such a nice place that i needed to continue making it nice and valuable for all the members and i'll definitely do that so the only thing that i'll start to cut i believe is the marketing most of my time is invested in marketing most of my frustrations really i invested in marketing they come from marketing me trying new approaches to to get members. And let me, by the way, give you an update on an experiment that I've done. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but I was using Hivewe plus a list of Twitter handles created by Jasper, another member of the community. And I was sending tons of messages to people and try and like, basically I, I gave them 15 days for free in the community until the end of the month. And I think around like, 10 people joined. And no one so far converted. I I asked around, I said, do you want to continue in the community? And they, they don't. They say some people were actually never active and the others, they said, yeah, I don't think it's valuable for me at this point. And none, none were actually active. So this kind of reproves, if this word exists, again, my theory that the The free trial does not work for communities, because the people that I want to have, and the people that have been more engaged are the ones that paid from the start, the ones that know the value of being part of a community because those are the ones that will actually invest their time. So, yeah, that's that's something that i I've realized, even though, I love this experiment. The experiment on using OE and, and sending these cold messages via tweet, Twitter, it, there it was great. And um, once, so I was basically sending chunks of 100 people, and in one of those chunks, I I didn't give the free the free trial. I just said, "Do hey, you want to join the community?" And I got one member from that. So I th- I believe that that's probably a better approach. A better approach is to still try to use this cold messaging but immediately try to sell a community from day one. Because again, it's only $10. It's, it's really cheap. It's really, really cheap. Most of the SaaS that do a small little thing, they will cost more than this. And this community, I have so many things going on. You, you have so much value that it, if you are not willing to pay $10 from the start, to be honest, this product is just not for you, I believe. So... Yeah, that that part is settled for me. I will not give free trials unless there's a very, very specific reason for me to do so. I will instead use this kind of cold messaging techniques to try to get people into the community and to pay. I will cut on marketing because my efforts will be only in creating value for the community itself because now a lot of my time will be focused on finding a way to get some extra money, right? So I'm I'm getting the 500 MRR, which, by the way, was a milestone that I achieved this week. I reached 500 MRR. It was great. And I shared it on Twitter, and I got so many likes. It was also a great, amazing two weeks of Twitter, by the way. I got so many new followers. And I'll tell you another cool thing I've done. But um, yeah, I, I will now have to allocate my my time to find something to add on top of this 500 bucks and uh, don't ask me what this will be i don't know if i'll try to do some kind of freelancing gig or if i'll try to get a job where i only have to work a few days per week i don't even know if this is possible so i'm i'm getting into this other phase of of uh, going out of being a full-time indie hacker and become uh, well, I I like to believe that I'm still a full-time indie hacker with a side job, which is my real job, quote-unquote or like a company job but I'm still indie hacker because it feels so weird to to be a indie, full-time indie maker, you know, I was living the dream and now having to switch that oh it's it's really it's really tough. It's really really tough. I I feel a little bit sad about that. A bit kind of depressed. And sometimes I just want to like stop everything and and be upset, upset with the world, and say, yeah, the world, I, the world is missing out on a great indie hacker. It's the world's fault. Why are people not paying? You know, there's this kind of really stupid, naive rage that sometimes comes to my mind. But then the 30-year-old tiago <laughs> puts me to senses and says appreciate what you have appreciate what you have achieved and uh, keep keep fighting it's okay now to find a job you will learn other things i can also share with the with the audience, audience of this podcast how does it feel to to kind of share my time with another company maybe i'll find something amazing maybe i'll learn from other companies and i'll find other businesses opportunities i i said something as well when i turned 30 on twitter i said that i finally found my dream job uh, being an indie maker that's true like i've never felt so fulfilled this is my dream job even though it's still not paying the bills it's my dream job and I cannot. It would be unfair to myself and to the ones around me for me not to pursue this. Because if this is what makes me truly happy, this is probably what also will make the others around me happy. Because I'll be nicer and, uh, you know, in order to make others happy, you also need to be happy, I guess. So, yeah, that that will be it. And uh, I'll keep you posted. I'll... I'll there's a part of me that thinks that I will still be able to have a huge jump on MRR. And I've been trying different approaches. And recently I got a co-founder, João Amaro, top entrepreneur. And it's a, it's a really, really funny story how we met. So we met, I think, when I was like 18 or something. And I was starting my entrepreneurial project. So I was starting a couple of my, I think, my first websites. And uh, I was was completely naive. I had no idea what I was doing. And um, I thought that I needed help, someone to support me. And I got some magazine, like uh, quite known magazine here in Portugal. And there was one article about this young entrepreneur, 18 years old, already has this company. I was like, wow, this is so cool what this guy is doing. He was doing something with um, vertical farming. And I thought, wow, I mean, this is the person that can help me out for sure. We are the same age. So somehow I found his email and I sent him a message and said like, hey, I'm also an entrepreneur. Is my website. What do you think? And I don't really remember how the conversation panned out, but I just know that we exchanged numbers and we've been talking about our entrepreneurial projects ever since. since. Even like when I was in Germany... I, we were still talking, and now that I return, we are talking again even more frequently. And he's going through a very similar phase as me. He was a freelancer all of his life. He never worked for others. But even with all the entrepreneurial projects he had, he gained a lot of experience, but not a lot of money. He made money, but like not that a life-changing amount of money, or even something that allows you to relax and, and save and not to be always working. So he's also thinking on getting a job. And we are in this, both of us are kind of a little bit, I don't want to say depressed, but sad and, and enraged with the world. And uh, we decided, okay, let's, let's try to do something together. And we are now working the indie lottery. The reason why we picked the indie lottery to start with is because it has a 20% conversion. So 20% of the people that open the website, end up submitting their project, and we thought, okay, this will be really cool. So we were like working together and exchanging ideas, and he uh, created a design, and now I'm, I'm using these new projects not only to, to see if we can make money and make something amazing, but also to practice new technologies. I, I'm tra- practicing uh, the bleeding edge. So instead of using the vanilla JavaScript and the shit code I'm doing for the other projects, I'm trying to do something a little bit more organized. So I'm using Gatsby, which is a static website generator, together with React and Tailwind CSS. And uh, if you are in the developing world and in the indie indie world, you probably know this this like Tailwind. Everyone is like Tailwind changed my life. <laughs> it's cool. I have to be honest, it's cool. I, I I was used to bootstrap, so Tailwind, you need to kind of change a little bit the way you think, but uh, so far, it's, it's working fine. It's working really fine, and uh, I need to put more time into that, but I'm I'm really happy. So, it's it feels great to have a co-founder, and I, I'm now also working on my talk. I'll be giving a talk about how to become an indie maker, and part of me feels that I'm a fraud by giving this talk, because... I'm giving the, the talk exactly in the time where I'm, I'm kind of stop stopping or not not quitting, but leaving the full time in the, in the hacking journey. Uh, but I, I will, I won't stop being in the hacker. So I, if, if you want a ticket, by the way, this is also a virtual talk. So you can participate in this and you can participate in the, um, in the events and in the other talks you can listen. It's in English. So I probably don't have a lot of tickets to to give away, but uh, I will announce in this podcast first before uh, Twitter. So just DM me. DM me if you are interested. Just go to future.works and you can see all the talks and everything. See if it's something for you. And if it is, let me know and I can probably hook you up with a ticket. So the DMs will be open. And uh, what else? What else happened this this uh, this week? I, the thing is like... I felt that things were working really well for me. The community was more engaging and like a lot of cool things happening. Like we're doing now a book club and everything. So it, it feels weird that, that I have to stop now. <laughs> but um, I just went also to another co-working space here in, in Lisbon, Idea Space. was really cool. I have to I have to say it's I, Idea Space in Saldanha. They have two, one in Palacio Sotomayor and then the other one in South they're very close by though. But this one is really nice. Like you get in and it's this tech vibe, tech office vibe. They have like a, a place outside where you can go and they have a canteen and it was really cool. I really enjoy it. And I'll probably also go there more often. So that was really, really nice. And uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that's basically it. Oh no, I have one more one more experiment to tell you. Something that worked really, really well. So, the day the day I, I turned thirty, I decided to do a giveaway on Twitter, and I really believe that I'm getting more and more pro on Twitter. I, I kind of understand what content generates likes, and uh, I, I'm basically the, the, I'm I'm feeding into the algorithm, <laughs> which is a bit weird, right? Some, I would probably never write tweets in such a way, but since I know they they work, I just continue. So uh, here's the tweet. I'm turning 30 today. And then a screaming emoji and a tada emoji. I'm clearly too old for gifts. haha. <laughs> so I want to give my amazing followers a present. If you react with a present emoji, I will send you my bootstrappers guide for free. You have until midnight. And uh, it was, this is my first giveaway. And it was a success. It was a tremendous success. 51 likes. 55 people claimed the guide. 4 retweets. And uh, I used the HiveoE feature for giveaways. I I always told Luca, like, no, I don't want to use it. But actually, I have to be honest. I have to be fair. It's really, really helpful. The only thing I did was I tweeted. Then I got the link. I posted on HiveoE. And then HiveoE automatically sent a message to everyone that commented on the tweet. So that part was all fully automated. And then I, everyone that uh, basically claimed the gift, I sent them a message. And a lot of people... In this kind of giveaways, they just want to participate. They just want to get the link, but then they never really open it. So to make sure that they open it, they open the link, I, I I wrote a message in this way. Hey, here's Tiago from WB. Thanks for participating in my giveaway. You can access the Bootstrapers Guide here. And then I, I finish with this question. Does the link work for you? So it's kind of, yeah, I'm not sure if it works. It seems that it's somehow personalized because... No one would assume that I would send this message to everyone, right? So you just need to check the link once. Of course, I knew that the link was working, but I just wanted to get a message back. And once they said, yeah, it works, I knew that these people were engaged, and uh, I told them then in the future I would need feedback from them for sure. And then I asked them to... And then I added their their um, URL or their Twitter handle, rather, to Hyvo. In Hyvo, you can also create groups, then you can send bulk DMs to them. So, in probably next week, I'll send a bulk DM to everyone asking for feedback, and I I'll I'll will ask them if the feedback is good. I'll ask them to tweet about it, and then I will use these tweets to as reviews for my guide. And maybe I'll even try to convert them to members of the WB. So, you know, this is already how my mind goes. It's like in multiple steps. What can I do? One, two, three, four, convert. This is something that I've learned. Something that a Tiago one year ago would never, never think of. So the giveaway worked really well. I gave more than 47 guides. And now it's paid again. But now I have reviews. And yeah, super, super happy with that. And super happy because I also got a lot of new followers. I'm now at 500, 1,525. So perfect, perfect, perfect. Super happy with that. And that's it. That's how I will close today's episodes because uh, I want to close it in the high notes. And um, if if you want me to continue working in the WB, if you want me to continue doing this podcast, I don't do any advertisement. It's, it's just not so, something that I want to do. And it's up, it's really, really up to you if I get to continue doing this or not. If you don't like it, if you don't think it's important for you, if you don't think it's valuable, it's fine. Don't, don't donate, don't don't help it because you don't really need it. And I don't want you to just do it for pity or whatever. But if you think it's valuable, if you think that this is a kind of content that you need in your life, that it's helpful for you, then I would ask you to consider to becoming a member and, and starting helping out. And, what, what I can give you for, for now is you can buy, pay or basically buy the, the merch and the link will be in the description. You can get, get t-shirts and everything. And of course, part of this money will, will go for me for, for this project. And you can also become a member. And that's the, the better way, actually. Like, you become a WB member. It's $10 per month. You get all the amazing access of the community. You get access to these amazing indie makers. Plus, you get to support me for this podcast, and it's really important. It's if if I if I can continue this. If I if you want me to invest the time into this podcast, if you want me to continue, yeah, that's that's the way for you to make sure this will happen. In the next uh, weeks or days, um, the scheduling will a little bit will be a little bit off because I'll go to Scotland. Uh, and then we have the I will do the presentation. so I don't th- I'm not sure if I'll be able to release a, a episode on Tuesday, but yeah, you'll get notified once I release. And there's another interview that I've done, really cool interview that I still have to edit and share it. but uh, yeah, I think you will really, really enjoy that one. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next time. Anyone uh, is following what's happening in the chess community? Is Hans Niemann really a cheater? Or is Carl Magnusson just getting crazy?